Hi, welcome back to Pure Nonsense. This is episode 32, I think. That's so fun. It really is. I love doing this. I say it every episode. I love doing it so much. It's such a fun little hobby. So I'm very excited that this is the 32nd episode. It's a random number, but I think it's fun. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having an amazing day. I might I might be talking quieter than normal. My sister's home and her room is like right across from mine and I feel like she can probably hear me and that's just embarrassing. Cuz let's be honest, it's a uh, I feel like having a podcast nowadays it's embarrassing. It's one of those things where it's like if you post about a giveaway on your Instagram story, it's like I want it, but do I want it that bad? That's, you know, like you get secondhand embarrassment for yourself. I feel like that's how podcasts are, especially because they're so popular and every single person in the world has one. I feel like it just makes the whole thing worse, but I'm I'm having fun with it, so I think it's fun. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about second chances And kind of the whole aspect of forgiveness and whether forgiveness is necessary. Obviously, certain situations, yes, but then other situations, absolutely not. And it's honestly kind of hard to decipher when it's a good time to basically just give someone a second chance, especially if you don't set boundaries with yourself. Like, you know, what constitutes is going too far versus just someone making a mistake and where you can be like, okay, it's just a mistake, whatever. And this is where standing up for yourself is really important so that you can just keep your personal boundaries in place and you don't always let people walk all over you because I feel like we've all done that. We've all had situations where it's like, hmm, I probably should have said something because then it ended up going really bad for me, but I didn't. So in the future, I'm going to set some boundaries and if I need to let people know, I will. But at the same time, I feel like when you meet new people, when you're making new friends, you don't want to go into it where it's like, hi, nice to meet you. My name's Maggie. By the way, I have three boundaries. Here they are. That's a bit aggressive. That's a bit much. But as long as you have them set for yourself and you know where you can kind of draw the line for yourself, I think that's okay. Not that you have to tell every single person in your life what your boundaries are. But we know that we all have a few where if those boundaries are pushed or like I said, if a line is crossed just a little too much, then we're done. We want out, right? We're we're over it. Our boundary was broken, whatever you say when someone crosses a line, I don't know. And we just want out. And if your boundaries are super crazy and there's no way that someone would guess that that's a boundary for you, like if it's not crazy, but if it's super like specific to an experience that you've had that not many people have had other than you, then you should probably let those people know what your boundary is. But also there are some things that I feel kind of fall under the quote unquote common sense category in regard to boundaries that I think a lot of people probably have. I think some of the personal boundaries that people set for themselves are kind of universal. And like I said, they kind of fall under that common sense category where, yeah, sure, maybe it's your personal boundary, but then maybe 10 other people in your life have that same boundary. And so you don't really need to say it to each other when you are hanging out. 
You don't need to be like, hey, so good to see you. Just a reminder. This is my little boundary. Uh Uh-oh. Be careful. You don't need to do that. There are certain things that I think can go unspoken and people will respect it. And also, if you've never thought about what your personal boundaries are, then maybe this episode is going to be a good reminder to kind of sit yourself down, think about things that people might say or do that you're you're totally fine just brushing off, moving forward. It is what it is. You don't care versus the things that you would want to put your foot down about. Again, it doesn't need to be a whole conversation with everyone in your life, but if you have those set for yourself, then I think that's a good starting point. I do. So for today, I'm going to go over a list of some of the things that I personally feel comfortable kind of just brushing over because as we all know, mistakes are completely normal. Certain things just happen from time to time. Like I said, you don't need to create a whole argument about it. It doesn't have to be a whole conversation. And then on the other hand, there are some things that I will absolutely not in a million years put up with in my personal life, which I think can sometimes fall under that common sense category, like I said, when talking about what constitutes as crossing a line and just going too far. I think there are some things everyone can agree on where it's like, yeah, that's too far. That's not cool. We got to get out of here. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm first going to go over my list of the things that I think do deserve second chances or forgiveness. I don't really know what I'm going to call this episode because forgiveness is a, I feel like is different than giving a second chance because, you know, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's kind of just all in the same realm. I feel like, I feel like those kind of things fall in the same category with each other. So first list will be some things that I would give someone a second chance over. And then the second would be things that it's like, no, absolutely not. This is not cool. I need to get out. And again, this episode is kind of just me. Maybe it's me venting. Maybe it's just me just talking about random stuff. But also, if you haven't set personal boundaries with yourself of what you don't want to put up with in a romantic relationship, in a friendship, in, you know, the relationships you have with your family members, If you don't have any type of personal boundary set to where you can tell yourself, okay, if someone annoys me, whatever, it's fine. However, if this situation happens, if they take this action, if they say these things, then I'm, I'm done. That's my boundary. I need to set that for myself. If you don't have anything like that, maybe it's a good idea to do so, but be careful. If you set too many If you're setting way too many boundaries, if you have like 50 boundaries that no one's allowed to cross, no one's allowed to talk about, no one's allowed to do anything, that's not going to go over well. When you have personal boundaries, I think, you know, have as many as you need. Yes, there's no set number, right? It's different from person to person. Totally depends. But I don't know. I feel like having a few boundaries of those, you know, higher quality items. (laughs) It's like I'm shopping. I feel like that's a good starting point because once you start nitpicking every tiny thing that someone does or someone says, it's just not going to go over well. You're never going to be happy. You're always going to look at the negatives. You're always going to get pissed off. And I think it's good to just have a few to start off with. So 
I'm rambling. Let's get into the list of things that I think it's okay to forgive someone for. Also, before I get into it, I may have just been too close to the microphone for that first, like, what is it, seven minutes of this episode. If I'm too close to the microphone, you can hear, I, this is one of my pet peeves, when you can hear someone's saliva as they're talking. I think that I just did that to you. I'm so sorry. I am slightly farther away from the microphone now, so it should be okay. It should be okay. Hopefully, if that is one of your pet peeves, you can forgive me. You can put that on your list of giving someone a second chance. So, anyways, the first thing that I think you can kind of brush off, and this is so subjective for person to person. Just because I think you can brush it off doesn't mean you think so. Doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you have to by any means. This is, like I said, sit yourself down, create your own personal boundaries because if you just listen to what everyone else says of, oh, you don't need to be upset about that. You're being ridiculous. But if if you actually are upset about it, then you should be allowed to feel that way, right? So this is completely subjective. This is just me venting about what I personally think. It is so different from person to person. You can think and do whatever you want. The motto of NC State, think and do, there you go. That quite literally, I swear to God, that's like the worst tagline of a college. Anyways, the first one. If someone forgets my birthday or a celebration, a special milestone, maybe something with work, things along that line. To me, this is okay. This is one of those things that happens from time to time. For I'm, I'm not going to take offense over it if someone forgets to send me a happy birthday message. Because I'm going to be completely honest, when you get older, keeping track of things like birthdays, it can get so confusing. Unless you have it in your Google Calendar and you get an automated notice on the front of your you know, on on your lock screen that morning at midnight, oh, wish Maggie a happy birthday. Then, cool, yeah, if you have that notification, sure, send me a message. But I swear, the amount of birthdays that I don't remember, the amount of situations where someone has told me, oh, yeah, on this date, I'm graduating. On this date, I'm starting a new job. That stuff goes right over my head, just like when when I'm meeting someone for the first time and they tell me their name. Two seconds later, could not tell you what their name is. I don't know what my problem is with remembering names. It is, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I could meet someone, have a 30-second conversation with them, and for the first 10 seconds of that conversation, we are exchanging names 30 seconds later, couldn't tell you what their name is. So for me, because I am that way, I don't get offended if someone else is that way. If someone doesn't send me a birthday text, it is completely okay. So I'm not going to get too, too mad at someone if they miss those important dates. And if they're really close to me, if it's like a really important person in my life and they do something like forget my birthday, yeah, sure, I'll be annoyed about it, maybe, Maybe, but 
you know, that's one of those things where there's so much more going on in life. And it's not necessary to get mad over something that small. So you kind of just move on from that. That's my first thing. The second thing on this list, if someone in my life, and (laughs) I feel like all of the things that I've put on my list of, oh, it's okay to forgive someone for that. It's because I do all of these things. (laughs) And I would hope that I would get a second chance too. And I think that goes for everyone. When you're thinking about the things that you should forgive someone for, you typically think, well, have I done this? Would I do this in the future? Is this something that I could possibly do? If so, yeah, sure, I'll forgive them, right? You know, if someone murders someone, you would probably think, hmm, I wouldn't do that. So no, they won't be forgiven because guess what? Murder's bad, right? These are more surface level issues that we're talking about today because the murder thing 110% common sense that that is wrong. There's a difference between right and wrong. We all learn the difference between right and wrong by the age of, what is it, like eight? I think for girls, it's like between the ages of six and seven. And then for guys, they learn the difference between right and wrong at like the age of nine. But... There are certain things like that that fall under the common sense category that don't even need to be talked about. Anyways, second thing on my list. If someone in my life has a bad attitude one day and says something that's just rude or, you know, just rude on the surface, they kind of raise their voice maybe. Maybe they're just obviously so unhappy at that moment that they raise their voice a little bit. They're a bit snarky. Their, Their response is really short. They've got a a short fuse that day. For me, that happens to everyone around me (laughs) when it is my time of the month. Literally one week before that time of the month for me, TMI, so sorry, there is a two-day period where you do not want to talk to me. I don't care what day it is. I don't care how nice the weather is. I don't care what funny video you want to show me. Save it. Save it until my mood has calmed down because I swear I can be such a little B word during that time. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not, it's not cute. Um, told my mom, I kind of want to talk to the doctor about fixing that because it is crazy. It is, it's so, I don't like it. Now I know it's hormone related. So that's really annoying that it's kind of just one of those things that, oh, that's just your body. Whoops. But it's like, come on, surely something can be fixed. Surely something can help. So for me, if I have someone in my life and I can tell they've got a short fuse one day, maybe they raise their voice a little bit. Maybe their response to me is really short and kind of rude. I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Tomorrow will be better. Love you. Mean it. Um, you're, this is, you know, I will forgive you because hopefully you forgive me because it happens. It happens. People get in bad moods. Now, if this is someone who isn't just doing this occasionally, 
and this is their overall personality on a day-to-day basis, and they constantly raise their voice at you, and they're just always frustrated, something's always wrong, they're always mad, then I'm not really going to cut them some slack on that part. That's one of those situations where you can kind of tell what someone's personality is just in general, and you can kind of get out of that situation. You can say, "Mm, I don't really want to be friends with you. Mm, Maybe I don't want to date you. Maybe I just don't need to talk to you as often because if that's their day-to-day personality, then that's where it becomes a problem. But I'm talking about if this is like a, you know, if this is like a occasional occurrence. So I think it's okay. I think that that is something that you can kind of move on from. The next thing on my list, if someone, this might be controversial, if someone has a different political opinion than you, Like I said, controversial, of course, but honestly, if you're just talking in a general conversation, maybe you're with, it's a one-on-one conversation, maybe you're with a whole group of people, doesn't matter. If it's just a general conversation and someone says something in relation to politics that you don't completely agree with, who cares? Who cares? Honestly, it's probably not affecting your day-to-day life unless it's like, oh, guys, I really like Hitler. If someone were to say that, then it can be like, mm, that's not correct. But I think that we can all kind of look the other way, in all honesty, unless someone's like pointing fingers at you, telling you you're an awful person for whoever you voted for, for whatever religion you believe in, for whatever you do with, you know, in relation to politics, right? If someone is being an absolute jerk, then sure, you can remove yourself from the situation and be annoyed about it if you want to. But like I said, if this is a general conversation and someone just casually brings up a really quick, really short comment, a really short point that they're making, and it has to do with politics, but it's the exact opposite of what you think, I honestly feel like it's best to just smile and wave Sit there, let them talk. There's no need to get into a debate when you're sitting in a coffee shop, when you're shopping in Target, when you're on a road trip with friends. There are certain situations to bring up your opinions on, honestly, like controversial topics. And I feel like there are a lot of people that don't know when to kind of just shut up, shut up about it, shut up, not the time or place. Which, yes, that can be annoying because obviously you have freedom of speech. You can say and do what you want as long as you're not hurting anyone. But with the common sense side of things, there are just some things you shouldn't talk about in certain places at certain times. And that's one of those social cue situations. Some people just don't know how to act in social settings. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They feel awkward. They start talking about random stuff. Maybe they didn't even mean to bring it up. And so that's why it's a good reason to put it on the list of things that you can kind of just brush off. You can, like I said, smile and wave. Just sit there. Okay, you said something that I don't agree with. It's fine. You know, especially if this is like a group of friends or some of your aunts and uncles and cousins. And, you know, these aren't people that you have to live with on a day-to-day basis. These aren't people that you have to spend the rest of your life with. If it's your spouse, 
and they have completely different opinions than you on those fundamental topics, then that could be a problem. That would that would probably be a problem, right? But especially if it's like a group of friends, everyone's going to have different opinions about things. Some people are going to be extremists. Some people are going to be really neutral. It, everyone kind of falls different on that spectrum, I feel like. It depends on who you ask. So being able to just kind of brush it off and be like, okay, we're going to move forward from that. We don't need to go into the details. This person thinks that's wrong. This person thinks it's totally okay. And then the other person doesn't really care. We're just going to move it along. And this is what I was kind of talking about in last week's episode about how I'm not a confrontational person in any way. Okay, if someone says something that I don't like, I will not tell them to their face. And I am so sorry. That might be my toxic trait. If I think something negative, in no world am I going to say that to your face. So sorry. I'm going to keep it to myself. I'm going to vent about it to my boyfriend. I'm going to vent about it to my sister. But I'm not saying it to your face. I just, I don't want to get into an argument. I don't want to deal with a whole conversation about it. It is what it is. Everyone's different. Everyone has different opinions. It most likely, probably like 98% of the time is not going to affect your day-to-day life. If you have a different opinion than one of your friends, if you do something differently than a family member, who cares? Honestly, now, if you're with a group of people that have the exact same opinion as you, then yeah, it's fun to get into those topics, right? It's fun to have those conversations because you can kind of just go back and forth and no one's going to be arguing about it. I just don't think it's always the best idea to start a conversation that's going to end in an argument when you know it's going to end in an argument. That's why I'm not confrontational. Because half of the things that I might say, half of the things that someone else might say, maybe it would start an argument. And so I just keep my mouth shut and I vent about it later to someone that I'm very close to. Again, that could easily be one of my toxic traits. That's up for you to decide. But I think it's okay if you have a group of friends and you don't all think the exact same way. I think it's perfectly fine. You don't need to make a whole fuss about it. You don't need to tell them, you know, you suck. I hate you. Never want to see you again in my life. Just, you know, if you want to remove yourself from the situation, remove yourself from the situation. Don't cause a fuss about it. Don't let it keep you up at night. It's fine. Okay, so that was my list of things that I can kind of just brush off, that I can turn the other cheek, look the other way. It's it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Those are the things that won't keep me up at night. Those are the things that I'm not going to bring up to someone's face because who cares? And that's my personal opinion. Again, you can have a completely different opinion. Those were the boundaries that I don't have, where if someone did those things, I'm not going to be mad. If that is completely opposite from what you think, if your boundaries include the things that I just said and it would really upset you and it would really get you going, it would make you so mad, then you have every right to feel that way. This is all, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. 
I feel like every single episode I say that, and I've even said that part before, just take it with a grain of salt. So now I'm going to go into my list of things that I, I will not, I will not forgive. I'm so sorry. I know forgiveness is a big thing for a lot of people. And it's something where it's like, oh, if you want to have full, you know, peace or, you know, peace in life, you have to forgive. I'm sorry. There are some things I will not forgive. Like I said, murder. No, thank you. Goodbye. The first thing on my list, I'm going to paint a little scene for you. Okay, now this has not happened to me, but I have seen this happen to other people and it's not a good situation. So, all right, sit down, close your eyes, picture this. You have a big crush on someone. You really like someone and your friend, one of your really good friends, one of your best friends knows it. They know you like this person. They know you really like them and you've been on dates with this person. You still really like them. You don't know if it's really going anywhere though, but maybe you're hanging out, going on dates and then things kind of fizzle out and all of a sudden you hear that your friend has been with said person. Since you have gone on dates with them, since you have developed feelings for them, all of a sudden your best friend is now with this person in a sense. After, like I said, this is after you have a crush on them and they did not ask you. They didn't tell you first or ask you how you felt about that. For me, get out. Absolutely get out. Thank you for your time. This is completely breaking the friend code. I don't care if you're a boy or a girl. This is breaking the friend code completely. I feel like this is the first rule of having friends, yet there are people that still do it. I've literally had someone in my life who would tell us stories about how she was, you know, hooking up with this guy that one of her previous best friends was really interested in. And then that previous friend ended up having a problem with it. She kind of felt, you know, that she was getting pushed to the side. She felt kind of betrayed, right? And then this girl just laughs about it. Like, oh, you're being ridiculous. You didn't, you didn't even officially date him. That doesn't count. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but no. If you want to date someone or go on dates with someone that one of your friends has been really interested in in the past, you need to ask them first. You need to sit them down and talk about it with them. Okay, because personally, I would absolutely ask my friend, hey, is it okay if I date this person? I know you liked them at one point. Is this okay? Is it going to make you feel weird? And if that friend is like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's totally fine. I understand. That was, you know, so long ago. It wouldn't be upsetting at all. Then you would have their permission, right? But then if your friend is like, oh, um, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, then you can tell by the tone of your voice that it, or by the tone of their voice, that it does make them very uncomfortable and you need to stay in your lane. Because there, I feel like there are so many people that will just go on dates 
and start to get interested in someone, that should absolutely be off limits. I feel like that is just the first rule of having a friendship with someone. And, you know, maybe that expires after X amount of years. You know, if your friend used to have a crush on someone six years ago, maybe then that would be a different story. Maybe. Maybe, right? But I feel like it's still necessary to ask. And so when I see people doing that, that's one of those things where if I were the other friend in that situation, I'm sorry. No, I'm out. I'm not going to give you a second chance on that one. I am out. The second thing on this list, I have also seen this before. If your significant other cheats on you, that is a done deal for me. I don't care what anyone says. That is a done deal for me. For someone to actively admit, or maybe you find out from someone else, right? Maybe they don't come to you about it. You find out somewhere else and then you confront them and they they don't deny it. They tell you, yeah, that did happen. That they have cheated on you, then you need to get out. You need to get out immediately. I have seen a handful of like TikToks and posts on social media about things like, oh, my husband wasn't loyal, but we worked through it and we're getting better day by day, even though there are definitely still rough times and today's one of those days I'm just feeling low, but I know through hard work and determination we can get through this. Get out of there. What are you doing? That is so strange to me. I know there are certain situations where maybe the couple has been married for like 20 plus years and they have children involved and things like that. That I can understand is definitely more difficult to leave and to just, you know, get up and go. But the amount of times I've seen this with people that are just dating, they're in college, they're, you know, in their 20s. They, maybe the most they have together is an apartment that they could, they could get out of that. They could figure it out, right? Like they could figure out how to get out of the lease, find a sublease, do something with that, right? There are so many situations where people are literally just dating. They're not even engaged. They don't have kids. They don't even have a dog together. And one of them cheats on the other but they stay together because, oh, I'm just not going to find someone else like that. I love them so much. They said they really didn't mean to, and it was like a weakness. Like, they were feeling so weak at that point. Ugh, I just, I've got to forgive them because I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, no, no. This might make me sound so, I don't know, maybe it makes me sound so rude or close-minded or something. I don't, I don't think so. Swear to God, there are so many people that do this and I don't get it. If someone cheats on you, they clearly do not respect you at all. And if you stay with the person that has cheated on you, guess what? That tells them that they can do it again. And sure, maybe there will be some arguments. Maybe they'll have to go through a bunch of long conversations with you. But in the end, they still get to be with you. Because you've let it slide before, why wouldn't you let it slide again? So being with someone that is so... Like, how do you have trust in that person? I f you cannot be in a relationship 
if you don't have the trust, it's so strange to me. That's another thing on my list of if that were to happen to me, I would get out immediately. Would it suck? Would I be completely heartbroken, devastated? Of course. But I would be worse off if I were to stay in that relationship. And I know that. That would be so god-awful for my self-esteem, for my self-respect. I mean, you have to get out. It's, it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy. And the next thing on the list of what I would not forgive, things I would not give second chances for. This is the last thing. And I'm going to put a little trigger warning here. I am going to, br- like, so briefly so briefly talk about the topic of abuse. So this is a trigger warning. If you don't want to hear anything about that, stop listening right now. But being physically, mentally, or emotionally abusive in any way towards anyone at all, could be a family member, could be your best friend, could be an acquaintance, could be someone you've been dating for one week, someone you've been dating, married to, in love with for 50 years. Okay? Any type of abuse. If you get into physical fights when you go out to bars, I'm out. If you gaslight people into thinking they're crazy when you just don't want to simply apologize for something that you did or said, it's a no from me. I'm out. The gaslighting thing is so ridiculous. It's so annoying to listen to when you've experienced it once. And then later in life, if you ever experience it again, you can notice it instantly, which is nice because then you can get out of a situation faster, but it's just annoying to deal with anyways, right? The whole gaslighting thing, any type of like true anger issue where someone might be throwing things around the room, maybe they like try to hit you or they they like fake like they're about to hit you to try and scare you I've seen I mean you see things like that in movies and in tv shows and reality tv absolutely not no you will not get a second chance from me if anything like that happens if you tell someone that they're being ridiculous or crazy for having emotions about something Maybe it's something that they get upset about, but you don't really get upset about it. So to you, it's absolutely ridiculous. They're crazy. How dare they? That gets under my skin so much. I'm going to have to leave. And I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry because that's one of my boundaries. That's one of my boundaries. The things that I've said on my list of things I wouldn't give second chances for, it's because they are my boundaries. Anything like that? No. Not even close. And I know, I know that there are certain situations where people can't just get up and leave if their partner is like physically, mentally, or emotionally abusive. They can't just get up and leave that easily because they own a house together. Everything in the house is, you know, paid for jointly. They have children together. They, you know, can't afford to live separately There are so many finances involved, so many things that they can't just separate right away just because someone wants to leave. And then when you have to bring in lawyers and attorneys and things like that into the situation, I know, 
I know that it's very difficult. It's very confusing. It's a whole process. It's a whole thing. It makes it 10 times worse. So I know that me talking about it as if like, oh, if that happens, I'm out. No questions asked. People that don't do that are crazy. I know that there are completely different situations than if I were to experience this today. Completely different situations. So I don't want to come off as being, you know, blind to everything else that's going on in the world. Believe me, I know. But I'm just saying for, you know... Like I said, if you're just dating someone and you're in your 20s and you have an apartment by yourself and the other person has their own apartment, but when you guys go on dates or when you hang out, when you watch movies, they're being all crazy, that's one of those situations where you can get out. You've got to just cut, you got to cut the cord, you got to cut ties with that person, get out again So much easier said than done, especially in certain situations, but that's one of my boundaries. That's one of those things that I could not give a second chance for, just like the cheating situation, the gaslighting. I I can't do it. I cannot do it. But yeah, that was the last thing on my list of what my personal boundaries are. I hope that this episode was interesting. I again say that at the end of every episode. But it was something that I was thinking about. I was like, what situations would probably annoy me, but I would be perfectly fine looking the other way versus what situations would hurt me and piss me off so much to where I I literally would just have to leave immediately. And then I got to thinking about it and I was like, there's actually kind of a handful of things that... I might be okay with, but then uh, maybe a handful of things that would be an absolute no. So those were all of the different things that I had on my mind in regard to this topic. If you don't have personal boundaries, maybe write a couple down. Maybe just, you know, check in with yourself. Make sure you're doing everything that you can do to be happier on a day-to-day basis to make sure you're not getting walked all over to make sure people aren't taking advantage of you. But also, if you have way too many boundaries, like I said before, that can also cause problems. That can mean that no one will live up to your expectations. Your expectations are too high, which I have also had a problem with before, you know, having like really high expectations for people. And then I get disappointed really easily and really quickly that can also be a problem. Maybe I should talk about that in an episode because I 100% do that. There are certain things that I feel like are common sense, but I find out they're not actually common sense for anyone else. And then my feelings get hurt and I get disappointed really quick and really easily. And that's not great. So maybe as I'm telling you to sit down and think of your boundaries, I should be thinking about mine too because... Maybe some things I need to lighten up on. Maybe some things I need to, you know, I, I if I want to be annoyed about it, I can write about it in my journal. I can vent about it to my boyfriend, to my family, and then not get annoyed at the actual person if it's not completely necessary. That could be another episode. Once I do that, maybe that could be another episode. But I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing week. And I will see you. 
for another episode of Pure Nonsense in one week. Bye!